Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 69 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to discuss this idea of the power of a renewed and redeemed mind. Let's dive in. Over the last several weeks, I've been really captured by this idea of our mind. Do you realize the mind plays a very critical role in our spiritual growth and development? Obviously, that's you know the part of our body that we're reasoning and thinking through, and obviously that's very important, especially in light of studying Scripture and thinking upon Jesus, and and obviously all over the Psalms and the Proverbs, it constantly reminds us to turn our minds upon God, that we are to meditate upon His Word day and night. So obviously, the mind is really important. But do you realize, as, as I've just been pondering this idea of the mind, that the mind isn't just so important in the sense of, well, what we put upon it, but you realize that if you desire to walk in triumph and victory and freedom in Christ Jesus, your mind plays a very critical role. It's interesting in Matthew chapter 15, Jesus is explaining a parable and he mentions this statement. He says, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. He says, do you recognize that the evil that our actions are producing doesn't come from the outward action, it comes from the inward motive and heart. And yet what's interesting is I've been pondering this is, well, how did it get in the heart? Well, it seems to be that we've allowed it to enter in through our minds. Take this idea of lust. Obviously, lust and pornography and and sexual addiction is such a huge rampant issue in our modern day. And and you recognize that all these people are like, well, yeah, I'm just, I'm really struggling. And it is a hard issue. You need to be transformed. Your nature needs to be changed on the inside. But do you recognize that the reason you have a problem is because you've had an open mind to allow the junk of the world to enter in? See, it comes into your mind, you process it, and then it sinks down into the storehouse called your heart. And then obviously you're living out of that. So if you're wanting to walk in victory and triumph, Your mind, not just your heart, is also important. They're both critical in this idea of walking out victory and triumph and freedom that God is calling us to. 
Paul reminds us in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, that we are to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Do you realize that your mind is not supposed to be open? That you are literally to have a guard, a watchdog, if you will, in your mind that literally senses and sniffs every thought that comes into your mind. See, if your mind, if what comes into your mind is not of Jesus, you are not to let it in. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be super spiritual. I mean, hey, you can think about the weather. You can think about politics. Hey, you can read the fiction book or watch the movie. But you recognize that when something comes in that is counter to scripture, you must kick it out. The reason we need to have God to continually renew our mind is that we need to have our minds sharpened and alert and unprepared for the junk that the world is trying to put into our minds. So you realize what Paul is saying here is that you are to literally take every thought captive. That you just don't let any thought come in and enter and have rule over your mind. That you're literally to put a guard upon your heart and upon your mind and only allow in that which is godly and right and true and pure. Paul also makes a statement in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. He says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just and pure and are lovely, whatever things are of good rapport, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate or think upon these things. You realize that We are called to think in a certain fashion. In fact, our minds are to literally have the guard or the boundary, which is Jesus Christ. So what can you think upon? What can you meditate upon? Well, that which is pure, true, just, noble, lovely, good rapport, virtuous, praiseworthy. Think on those things, says Paul. And you realize there's a lot that fits in that category. And yet there is a lot that doesn't. I don't know about you, but just living in the world today, it just seems like the world is just ransacking our lives. And Paul reminds us in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He says, you realize you are not to be like the world around you. In fact, you are called to be a saint. You are called to be one of the holy ones. You are called to be separate and other than the world around you. And he says that we must be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Do you realize that your mind needs to be renewed? See, so oftentimes we've you know, we've, we've grown up in a certain way or we've had a certain attitude or, you know, we've always presumed, well, I've always struggled with this issue. This is my problem. See, I, I'm just an angry person. That's just who I am. But do you recognize that in Christ Jesus, your identity has been completely transformed? Paul declares in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he says, behold, you are a new creation. The old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new if you are in Christ Jesus. See, the old things, that former way of living, the former way of thinking is not to define you. What is to define you? Jesus. And you've stepped over this line and you are a brand new creature. Hey, you do not have to live the same, think the same, act the same, talk the same, because you are not the same. 
God has made you a brand new creature. But yet so oftentimes, while that is a true reality, our minds have not grasped it. I think it's quite humorous that if you get on Amazon today and you look at the, some of the most popular books, some of the most popular books today are diet books. And you realize the reason why the diet books are so popular is because they don't work. And the reason they don't work, now granted some of them work, but the reason most diet plans don't work is because you recognize we go through this diet plan and, and we go from 400 pounds down to 200 pounds. Woo, praise the Lord. You know, we've lost a bunch of weight. But the problem is our mind still sees ourselves as a 400-pound overweight person. And you realize that your body is sitting there going, whoa, here I am, 200 pounds, but my mind is saying I'm 400 pounds. Now what's going to happen is my body is going to gain all that weight back. Why? Because my body needs to match where my mind is at, which is why so many people put all the weight back on after a diet. Now, maybe a bad illustration, but this is rather true even in the spiritual life. See, I've always told myself, I'm an angry person. That's just who I am. Just, so just deal with it, okay? And I forget, the, forget this reality that God has changed me. He has renewed me. I am not that same person anymore. And while that may be true in the literal sense, because, hey, God has changed me. See, but my mind needs to be renewed. See, when anger presents itself and says, hey, hey, you need to be angry at this moment. See, what I need to declare is no that is not who I am any longer. See, I am not that person. I have a brand new identity, which is Jesus Christ. And Jesus, you need to redeem my mind so that my mind says, nope, I'm not going to respond that way. Why? Because I'm not that person anymore. I have, a, I have a transformed thinking, which means my actions, which are going to hey, flow from my mind down into my heart, out into my, out into my actions, you realize that my actions are will follow what my heart and my mind are telling it. So if I'm getting angry, and but hey, I shouldn't be angry. Why? Because God's changed me. Well, then my mind needs to be renewed in this area of anger. See, I've always given into lust and I'm, hey, I'm pornography and all this kind of junk. Well, you realize that every time that presents itself and I go, well, I'm a struggling, you know, lust person. Well, hey, that's why, why would you want to deal with lust? Why wouldn't you say, you know what? I don't deal with lust that I have a brand new identity. And it's not that the temptation is not there. It's just, I don't have to deal with the temptation any longer. Why? Because in Christ Jesus, I am pure and righteous and holy. And he is just, he's purifying and sanctifying and cleansing my life. That's my identity. So the, the appeal of lust and junk, hey, that, that doesn't actually have an appeal any longer. See, that old hymn is true. Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. But you realize the only way that's going to happen is when he renews my mind, when he changes my heart, and then I begin to realize that I am not the same person I always have been. One of my favorite passages is Psalm 119, verse 9 and verse 11. In verse 9, the psalmist asks a question. He says, how can a young man cleanse his way? Or some translations would say, how can a young man keep his way pure? Well, the answer comes right after that. It says, by living according to your word. And then two verses later in verse 11, it says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. 
Do you realize one of the key ways that we have a renewed mind is we are in the Word of God? See, as I'm getting into the Word of God and I'm and I'm getting to know Him, and and He is shaping my He's shaping my mind, He's shaping my heart, He's shaping my attitudes. See, He's forming and shaping me, He's transforming me ever more like Himself. Do you realize what that begins to do in my life? Is I do become a new creature. I see my life is transformed, my heart is changed, my mind is renewed, and I am not the same person. In fact, I begin to think like him and act like him and talk like him because he is so filling up my life. And one of the key ways that takes place is when I'm in the word. You must be in the word. And again, not just for academics. We say this so many times on this podcast. You're not to get into the word for academics. You're to get into the word for intimacy. See, we're not just we're not, we're not just interested in, well, what's the neat fact? What's the neat little tidbit? What's the neat little application point? See, we are interested in transformation. See, we want the word of God and the living word, Jesus Christ, to come and use his word to shape our lives, to transform us and renew us and change us. See, you, Paul says, are not the same person that you once were. See, in Christ, you have a brand new identity. You are a brand new creature in Christ Jesus. Can I encourage you? Would you let God renew your mind? Would you let God redeem your mind? Because if you ever want to walk in victory and triumph and freedom and hope and joy, the only chance you got is when you begin to live out of the new reality, this new identity that you have in Christ Jesus, which means not only is it a heart and a nature change, but he needs to renew your mind. He needs to redeem your mind so that, hey, when the temptations present themselves, your mind says, hey, that's not who I am. I am a brand new person, which means the brand new person in Christ Jesus does not need to give in to that sin. And yes, I may have always given to that sin, but I don't have to give in any longer. Why? Because I am in Christ Jesus. Whoa, isn't that an amazing reality? And my prayer is that you would live in that this week. Would you go after God in prayer and just say, Jesus, would you change my mind, redeem my mind? renew my mind and transform my heart and let me be a brand new creature, a creation in you. May the old things pass away and behold, may all things be new. Hey, as I stare in your wonderful face, may this world somehow go strangely dim. Oh, that is possible in your life. If you'd allow Jesus to do it in and through you, would you go after him? Would you spend some time in prayer And would you allow your mind to be renewed, conformed, and transformed so that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Well, I hope that's an encouragement to you. And thanks, as always, for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, including an outline and links to other resources and articles, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 69 for episode number 69. And until next time, No, I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.